Hey everyone, I'm Yannick, the Consciousness Doula, and I'm here to help you birth a new reality. I'm a spiritual life coach, channel, and writer who is committed to assisting humanity in our ascension in consciousness. First, through how I be in the world, and secondly, through what I do. And I'm Jess, also known as Ray Solar. I'm a holistic practitioner, a spiritual channel, and a student of the ever-expanding universe. This season of our podcast is dedicated to the Divine Feminine, depicting the ways Black women are ushering in the new paradigm in their own lives and the collective through their spiritual practices and their businesses, careers, and passion projects. Thanks for listening. Let's get started in the show. Hello, Elevated listeners. Thank you for joining us another week. Yes, welcome back to Quarantine Living. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it's every week we just get, I feel like we're settling in a little bit more, just getting a little nestled in and uh, just be like, this is your, yeah, this is it. And it's getting stretched out. I'm not even looking at the end date anymore. I've stopped. (laughs) Because I accidentally like thought about it when they said what it was stretched out to and like immediately started like breathing. Yeah. I was like, nah, we ain't going to do that. Yeah, it's getting closer and closer to my birthday. So I'm just not even looking at that. We're just going to be present. We need to live one moment at a time. Like this is what this is teaching. Exactly. That is the message of every day is just to be in this day. I can't think about tomorrow. So we just had an amazing conversation with Brittany and J.R. Martin and I'm so glad that she came to talk to us about an invitation to ritual. Yes. So tell our listeners a little bit more about her, Jess. So Brittany Andrea Martin is a certified meditation guide, a Reiki healer, and a holistic wellness event coordinator who loves sharing the gift of meditation with others. And she learned about self-healing through her own battles with depression and then eventual self-love. Which she talks about a little bit. Yes, and she was able to share that with us and be vulnerable with us. So I'm very grateful. And this led to her spiritual evolution. So now she actually just started up her, her Instagram for her business, Enlighten in Love. And she uses that to offer support to others in their awakening, personal healing, and their self-actualization journeys. So she's been through it, and she's helping the world heal through it. So we are, of course, grateful for her Yes, and she's growing new life right now. She is, and she's a baby. So you just have to listen. It was just such a great experience and great talk. So listen in. How are you doing today, Brittany? Thank you. How about you guys? We're doing as well as can be. I'm kidding. We're thriving. We're thriving. (laughs) (laughs) I know truly as can be. And, you know, that is the thriving. Yeah. But I'm glad that we're having this discussion today. I'm actually, I was telling Anik earlier, I'm excited to see what not only you two have to say, but what I have to say (laughs) about the topic of rituals, because that has been... I think something I really focused in on because I've noticed a lack of uh, Mm -hmm. being around the house all day and not have and seeing the days flow into the next and not being comfortable with that. So uh, I think it's important to have those rituals. So I guess we'll start with just talking about um, any rituals that we do have. So me, myself, I think the one that I have noticed I have tea every morning and I have a specific kind of tea every morning. It's this goddess tea um, that I found from someone I follow on Instagram and I'll have to post it on our story and share it. But that's my ritual. And I notice a difference if I don't have it. 
But from there, I want to incorporate more into my day to day. But what about you, Brittany? So mainly there's two, especially like right now <laughs> within this time. It's mm-hmm. meditation and yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's mm-hmm. not even like I'm doing an hour yoga class or anything like that. You know, I'm doing like 15 or 20 minutes of yoga each day. Um, one, really importantly, because I'm pregnant <laughs> and mm. I move. Um, and I've just been mm-hmm. trying to really prepare my body the best way I can because I can't go out. You know, I mean, I'm walking every day, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just keeping my body feeling good because when I'm just sitting down, it kind of makes me feel a little bit sick. So I'm like, no, we got to move. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So doing that each day has been really helpful. And then, like I said, the meditating, of course, just because I'm trying to stay calm and it's like going somewhere else for a bit, even though it's yeah. home. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so those two for sure. And um, like you said, you notice a difference when you don't have your tea. I definitely notice a difference when I don't stretch or move my body in some type of way. Hmm. that's important I've noticed that importance too with that physical movement because that's the routine I think I've uh, or a ritual and we're actually going to dive into that but a ritual that I used to hold with too was yoga and I stopped ever since this quarantine's happened which surprised me because I thought oh I'd have more time ah. to do it so I do it but then something kind of has let go of that <laughs> what about you I think that probably happened because of our um our discussion in one of our earlier episodes, but the studios are closed. So it's a little different. You have to craft it yourself. And it takes a little bit more intentionality, I think, to do yoga at home than it does to go to Mm -hmm. the studio. Especially if I'm not, if I don't have anywhere to go, I think I used to kind of put it in before I had to be somewhere. Ah. I would do yoga, then get ready and then go. Mm -hmm. So it's really like reframing uh, what it means to be at home and like what, I guess our rituals mean to us and not placing them on an external source. Like before I do this external thing, but what is it serving me internally? Mm, yeah. But what about you, Unique? What kind of rituals uh, do you do? I'm big on yoga and meditation, but I also have mm. um, morning face rituals and evening face mm. rituals. Like, I guess it's like before I go to bed or when I wake up, like doing things with my skin. And I feel like whenever I don't do that, I feel the difference in like my own care. Like I haven't put that effort into myself that I normally would. And I love meditation and yoga as well. And I can also feel the difference when I forego them in my day-to-day life. I've been starting meditation because of things I've noticed it. um, I think even more so than when I wasn't meditating actively in, but I was so distracted by whatever else was going on. And then now that I'm here and then at home not meditating, it's like I have more time to sit and be with myself, but it's not quite the same. And I'm kind of sitting in this energy that isn't distracted now. And it's like when I meditate, it's like cleansing, like same with yoga. And I went on a run today. I think that's why I'm thinking of this like cleansing energy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so important to move. Mm-hmm. I guess that flows into the next thing because I even slipped up earlier. What's the what distinguishes a ritual from a routine? Because I feel... Uh, personally, there is a slight difference, but right when it rolls off the tongue, they could be synonyms. <laughs> no, sure. I think I thought mm-hmm. about that a lot, and I feel like a ritual has more of like a base in spirituality or like intention. Take a workout routine, like for instance. Mm-hmm. I used to like seriously take my workout serious, you know. And so <laughs> even though it would be a workout routine, my workouts 
they were kind of spiritual in a sense where I would be like, okay, yeah, no, I'm not listening to music. I'm listening to myself. I'm going to focus on building myself up in this moment so I can get through that next rep. And then that helped like translate into life. And so I was thinking about that as well because that was very intentional when I did those routines. Um, But yeah, just initially what I said, I think the ritual is more spiritual and a true intent behind it. Yeah, I agree. I definitely think intentionality and just the way you approach a ritual, I think there's a sense of sacredness and there's like a spaciousness around the time it takes to create for the ritual more than like just the ritual itself. So the whole thing is incorporated. Whereas I feel like a routine, you kind of go about it more mechanically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was just going to say, I feel routines we can kind of do uh, it's like muscle memory mm-hmm. almost like we it's our routine we do it daily or be and it's for uh, at least with myself when I think of a routine it's something that I'm um, doing to serve others mm-hmm. or to uh, to send my energy externally uh-huh. whereas a ritual is to serve myself mm-hmm. and it kind of um, holds that that emphasis on presence too like to be do a ritual and not really be present with it um, will kind of defeat the purpose sometimes especially when it's connected to your spirituality bringing up exercising too. I think that's the first, I was thinking about it when I was running today because today's the first day I've ran in over six months, I think. And it's because I had so yeah, I had some knee issues. So I've kind of had, it's been healing, but I've also had this layer of fear of like going out and running, Mm. but I just felt that energy wanting to move today and wanting to release. So I went on the run and I thought about it. That's where I really started working on breath work Mm. and and presence and and also being able to disconnect from the body enough to really like observe what was going on because mm. I noticed myself doing that as I was running and focusing on my breath and not focusing on the, the body parts because it's been a minute since I ran and I was surprised on <laughs> the difficulty but um it kind of made me acknowledge how that was a ritual mm. um a couple years ago when I was running every day and I wasn't as tapped into my spirituality then but I think it was like a catalyst almost now that wow. I see it so so, like, so routines the, the, can spring off into ritual. Mm-hmm. It, I think it just depends on intention with it and what it's serving. I love that. So then um, another important thing when, when following through on rituals is the environment. I've noticed because I finally cleaned my room since we've been in this quarantine. I have just not had the the energy or the desire. I've had the desire, but not the willpower, I should say, to tackle that and Mm -hmm. I've noticed that it does affect my mental health when I'm working in a messy space versus working in a clean space so what how how do we do that like how do we what things do you think are important to have in our space or to not have in our space when um, being mindful of rituals I guess it's dependent on the ritual too but we'll leave that out (laughs) (laughs) whatever things help you connect to that spirituality or that intention like I like to have certain crystals depending on Mm. what the ritual that I'm doing Mm -hmm. Um, I find that I'm always always like using amethyst I I love amethyst Mm. so much it makes me feel comfortable it's it's also my birthstone oh wow like a connection to it um and then incense or a journal um, a comfortable like space to sit in because you know if I'm just sitting on the carpet and I want to be here for a long time you know I'm going to sit here and read these tarot cards you know I'm <laughs> be comfortable yeah um, make sure I'm alone 
I think mm. that's the big thing too because I'll have my boyfriend here or we did have a roommate and um before I'd be like I don't want anyone to walk in you know I don't want anyone to mess up this flow so just making sure my ritual environment is one in which I'm alone oh I love that yeah I think that's very important as well I I like to make sure I can be alone for the time that it's going to take the ritual to happen and sometimes I'll notice like let's say I lit my incense and I pulled a card and I have some crystals and I'm getting ready to start my yoga practice. If someone comes in, I feel like that's an added challenge and it mm. actually pushes me deeper. Cause I'm like, okay, I ha- mm. I've already committed. I've made the space. In me. <laughs> like the space in the world might have gotten disturbed, but I have to keep the space in me. So I think that's one of the important parts of creating the ritual, keeping yourself as the space that the ritual has started in. Yeah, that's important. I, I remember feeling that same way when, when I was in my yoga ritual, probably uh, a couple years ago, I was consistent. And that's when I was really starting yoga. And I would get, I would feel the anger, or the, the anxiety or some type of feelings just move in with me. If like someone came in the room mm-hmm. or if my dog ran through and then my parents were talking and all like any type of disturbance, I would feel myself be disturbed by it. And I had learned then to release it and mm-hmm. to see it as an additional challenge. And I saw that as a point of growth, um, being able to, like you said, you need know, make the myself the space rather than relying on the environment because the environment can change so much and I think that's a big message for even what we're going through right now yeah home within yourself Mm -hmm. finding comfort within the cell uh, is super important yeah yeah let's talk a little bit about the experimenting when you created your rituals like what did you try what did you um, didn't like and then you discarded it and what have you incorporated and if there's anything new that you ladies have incorporated since we've started this huge shift in our world and we're dealing with what's going on now i personally tried i've just really tried to tap into my spirituality whenever i can Mm. like whenever i find a a period of time and i also feel that i'm being assisted with that too Mm. i feel like i've kind of hit this point of surrender where i don't know what i have to do right now I, nothing is I'm, I've let go of anything that was really pressing me beforehand because a lot of things I don't have access to anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of here just like, okay, show me what I need to do. Mm. So like if I um, have idle time, I'll be sitting next to my plants and all of a sudden I notice I'm playing my sound bowl and it wasn't intentional, but yeah. it just kind of flows in. So I've been letting myself just be open to what comes and what shows itself more than once too. Like we were talking about, tapping I think on our last episode Mm -hmm. and then the next day I saw someone was offering a class on tapping via zoom so I joined it and now I've learned a lot um, about releasing just from that one class so wow yeah I think I'm I've just kind of let go of wanting to like experiment with something like seeing something on Instagram and being like oh I should try that Mm. or I need to try that I'm letting it come to me oh I love that yeah because I feel I personally feel sometimes overwhelmed when I especially like around a full moon or a new moon (laughs) when everybody's got their rituals and they're all posting the different candle magic (laughs) and the different baths and the different teas and I'm like okay there's only so many days or so many hours in this day before the moon is gone and then I feel this pressure and I know that it's not supposed to really do that right so I think releasing that and just letting things arrive and noticing that social media is really just a dump of anything that you can see or choose to see it doesn't mean it's always it's always not always 
des- like meant for you, there's a difference. Yeah. You can kind of, I feel like you can feel when it's meant for me. Yeah. I definitely feel that when like the full moon and the new moon comes around and everyone's like, <laughs> <this is laughs> yeah. like oh my gosh. What am I going to do? I need to do something. (laughs) I need to light a candle. I don't even have candles. And now I need to go to Walmart. (laughs) Um, But I definitely had an exploratory phase um, where I was just kind of seeing what resonated with me. Mm. Um, Whether it be like the journaling or the working with crystals or the tarot. And it's really funny because my boyfriend he'll be like you just go around from certain thing to certain thing and i'm like i'm trying to find what resonates with <laughs> yes not- guys don't get it <laughs> they yeah, don't. They don't. so um yeah definitely the exploratory phase was really good in like experimenting but then when i found those things it was just like it's like knowing your tools in your toolbox mm. going back to them repeatedly um but i also love what you said about just allowing them to come to you too because it also activates the ritual of trusting yourself Mm. listening to like okay no I do need to just sit down and write right now you know what I am gonna paint because that's what Mm. I need right now you know just Mm -hmm. allowing your body to or your higher self to be like okay yeah this is what it is right now and this is what we're about to do it's okay that it's not on the full moon. <laughs> yeah. You know, like... You know, the moon may be waxing or waning or whatever right now, but I'm sure that, like, I think it's just the act. It's, like, and just, like, in creating any art, like, it's really about the effort you put into it more than the product itself. Right. Yeah. So, like, if you can really set the space and set the time to light a candle or give yourself a reading or be with the crystals, then I feel like that's powerful in itself no matter what's going on in the cosmos yeah, like yes, sure it may have yes. an extra emphasis but mostly i've noticed within myself that i'm just more emotional on the full moons and i'm even mm. less in cl- like in the mood to do all that because i'm so like <laughs> processing yeah. internally yeah. Uh, yeah so it's like okay i don't and then i th- and then that's how i get caught into like worrying if i'm not doing enough but i think we just need to like you said trust ourselves mm. and trust what comes and I, what you were saying about your boyfriend, Brittany, reminded me of something my boyfriend said. He said that he's intrigued by how driven I am, but sometimes I'd be swerving. And I just thought that was <laughs> so funny because it's true. I'm always very into whatever I'm doing, but I'll get very distracted and go be into something else yeah. real quick. Yeah. I don't know if, if it's necessarily distraction, though, like you're following the impulses because I'm the exact same way. Like I'll be diving into like one subject for like three, four weeks straight. And then the next week I'm like, yeah, that's still valid. But, yeah. You know, <laughs> the next thing I learn, you know, is <laughs> yeah, if anything, we're swerving past the roadblocks. Yes, exactly. It's got to move sometimes. Yeah, no. And that's a whole nother conversation. Like, being in a relationship and being on a spiritual path and like mm. having to trust what you got to do right now in these moments even if it looks <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're gonna have to have another episode Brittany and we're gonna yes, have to the touch on that right. yes I know. yes <laughs> we're like what how does it feel to watch your girl while out like this like, <laughs> different. he is he is logic based mm. and, and I am the spiritual and you know, it's actually really funny because last night I did Reiki on him and he kept opening his eyes. And I- <laughs> <laughs> it was just funny. It was just funny yeah. on him and it was, it was just interesting. But 
he's opening up little by little so this is hilarious because <laughs> my husband's the exact same way he's an earth sign and the other day I had him holding crystals and I was like let's meditate and he was like I kept opening my eyes I wanted to take it seriously but <laughs> <laughs> that's I think it's so important too to realize that when you're in a, a, a relationship is like that acceptance of where they're at yeah right because and not trying to force it because me personally in like previous relationships especially when I was like really diving in on something and really like, I had just gotten into crystals just gotten into yoga like I was like <laughs> you need to be on this wave like this is the <laughs> coolest thing ever but accepting like that the fact that they accept you as you are you can accept mm. them as they are mm. yeah and like for my boyfriend he's also very like logic based but I see these like sparks of like s- spiritual interest so but I let mm. him like everything else come to me yeah. If you're ready for that and 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 we'll go from there cuz I I know I could try to drag someone with me down this rabbit hole but <laughs> no. it might just be for me to journey down and then come back and talk about. Yeah, yeah exactly. And like uh Brittany was saying that is also a ritual, a ritual of allowing others to come to you and allowing mm-hmm. people to grow at their pace and follow their interests. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, cuz they might have revelations in themselves oh. just by doing what they want versus what you think they need exactly (laughs) that's important so how do we stay consistent with all this because we're talking about how we jump from thing to thing but (laughs) there's certain things that do stick and become um, important and that have that spiritual significance and ritual place but what tips I guess do you guys have about consistency because that's something I personally struggle with Mm -hmm. and um that's something I'm working on now that we're in this space is, is upholding one thing at least that I can hold out for a week. That's what I've done. Like on my Instagram, I did tarot this week. I intentionally planned things out and was like, I can be consistent for a week. And mm. then I think that helps form habits too. And another word that we could throw in is, is habitual behavior, but um, that I think can stem into a routine or a, or a ritual would be a habit. So how do we make those habits? <laughs> I'm taking notes. <laughs> I think once you've found something that really, truly resonates, just kind of keep going back to that one. Yeah. Um, but also realizing that it is kind of something like a habit that you are forming. So just be compassionate with yourself and not get mad. Cause I, I didn't do it every day. Like I said, I wanted mm-hmm. to for nine mm-hmm. months. You know what I mean? And yeah, understanding that there are going to be times when you will want it more than others but I would just say in the beginning try to stay as consistent as you can Mm -hmm. you know and let it evolve from there but discipline is also important because you want the desired effect or I don't know it's really difficult (laughs) yeah it's a it's a tricky one I think yeah I, I can totally see what you're saying too I think it definitely has to do with following your desire for it. And then sometimes maybe if the desire isn't as easy, there might be something else pulling you. Like if you're not necessarily feeling like, oh, I have to do yoga today, there might be something else pulling you like a deeper relationship with it that you don't even realize. But Mm -hmm. I think that's when it becomes a ritual, when it's not necessarily I'm making myself do this. But it's mm-hmm. like this thing is unfolding from me naturally. Yeah, and, and there's also like going back to the pressure of that we feel on social media when people be posting things like we we have to acknowledge that we are human 
and yeah. that we have that it's not just going to snap on the blink of an eye we're going to have this ritual no matter how good we feel every time we do it like for me no matter how good I know I feel doing yoga there are those days like you said where I feel pulled differently or I don't have that connection or that drive yeah. to do it so it's really just releasing that pressure of of needing to do it to mm-hmm. and it's like to serve what and it's ultimately reminding ourselves we're doing this for ourselves yeah and really um being mindful of why we're doing it for ourselves and not just because I said so because <laughs> we don't like when other people say because I said so we need reasons and meanings too so we kind of owe ourselves that conversation it's so important for us to have this discussion and for people to really think on like our listeners to sit on it and meditate too on just the idea of bringing ritual into our life, especially since um, cities and states are announcing that the quarantine is going to be extended for another yeah. month plus. Like it's really time to think about what rituals will not only serve us now, but will serve us when we are out of this. Mm-hmm. Because Ooh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I know there's a, there's a thing that goes around that says um, it takes about 30 days to form a habit or sometimes it's seen 21 days to form a habit. So we have that time that we know we're going to be inside. Mm. So it's mm. like, let's think about um, what we can do that'll serve us later. Or we just give ourselves the space to let mm-hmm. that stuff come through. Like, what is it you do feel like creating or exploring or experimenting mm-hmm. with in your ritual and then, you know, moving from there? Yeah, because and like you were saying, Brittany, about self-discipline, that's the big thing yeah. that is so important. And in, in, because self-discipline is one of the strongest forms of self-love. And that's a mm. lesson I've really been dealing with, for, I think, over a year now. That's been the main focus is self-discipline. And um, I've been seeing a lot recently about how self-discipline is really it's loving the self the future self it's really like living in the now for for the better future and that can Mm -hmm. always be like uh extended into like on a global scale or individual scale like do what we do today plants the seeds for tomorrow so i think even with finding consistency it's reminding ourselves that even if we're not in the space to do it right now or we don't perceive ourselves in that space what will doing it help how will it help us in the future yeah and make things easy make, make it flow with ease like with yoga my body will feel better throughout the day if I could just sit my <laughs> ass down and do it <laughs> and so just knowing that we're serving ourselves on many levels not just the present self that's so real yeah yeah so we have some questions for you Brittany to help our listeners get to know you better so my first question for you is what inspires you to do the work that you do I would say my personal journey and evolution and just like awakening I was severely depressed actually really hated myself at um, the beginning of my journey and Mm -hmm. just remembering what I was going through, what I needed or like truly desired, how I got myself out of it. And then also how I allowed myself to kind of evolve and have um, just more of a spiritual path. And the questions that I had, the type of people that I wanted to speak with, you know, inspired me today to Mm. do what I do um just mm-hmm. like oh people need help <laughs> you know I think about what I would yeah have someone to talk to to know a resource so I just wanted to be that for other people in their journeys yes thank you well <laughs> thank, thank you for the work that's that great. you do yeah that's exactly how I felt like, thank <laughs> you for doing that 
Yeah. So my, my next question for you is, how do you deal with a challenge? I love Ayanla Van Zandt. <laughs> like, <laughs> I literally stand for her. Like, when I was going through my journey, I would watch her show and be like, this is the best thing ever because I'm getting, like, therapy. And even though it can be mm. kind of crazy, like, with the antics, like, she's going to tell you what you need to hear. I don't need <laughs> to hear any fluff. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. I need to hear that you were a cracko. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, she does, <laughs> you know? And so I read a lot of her books. And one of the questions that she said was, like, relative to spiritual growth is, like, what am I doing now that is adding to this current situation that I'm in or, like, this challenge or anything like that. So whenever Ooh. I'm in it, I I kind of look to my higher self, like, what is the purpose of this challenge, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but then I've also taught myself to sit in the feelings mm. of being challenged instead of trying to get out of it so quickly because I'm like, there's a lesson here. And what I've learned is learn the lesson <laughs> or mm-hmm. the challenge Oof. is going to yeah, come for it. <laughs> that's the whole word yeah before it comes back around like you better learn it now (laughs) so I really try to pick it apart um pick myself apart in that challenge see if there's any resource out there that I can use but just kind of going with the flow and um allowing it to be worked out not to like rush it but just like okay just to listen yeah and know that it's gonna actually knowing that it's going to help in some way um ah, you yeah you yeah. know just keep it, it improves you yeah yeah and so how how do you stay present i guess would be my question because that's really important in order to deal with challenges is that level of presence one of the things that i i love 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 about meditation is that it has really helped me to become the observer of my mind mm-hmm. so it's like I'm always sitting on top of my brain and sifting through the thoughts and noticing mm. throughout the day. Oh, you're you're really fixated on this mm. right now. What's that about? You I know love that. I mean? mm. That visual. Um, <laughs> I know, right? Just sifting through mm-hmm. it. Um, so, like, yeah, what is this that you're fixated on? Um, are you breathing correctly right now? You know, mm. just kind of where you there's this tension right here like calm down relax I think just trying to always know that even though I'm in the body I'm not this body and I'm sitting on top and I'm I'm observing myself that's what helps keep me mindful and present very nice and so what is um the focus of your spirit right now what have you been learning I've been learning to be more confident in my spiritual abilities like just my gifts and being mm-hmm. able to help others mm-hmm. um just because also in my journey I came from a heavily Christian background so this just the journey of getting away from that letting my family know that that's not me anymore you know mm-hmm. and speaking up about what I believe and what resonates with me now today had kind of kept me in a space of like I'm afraid to really be who I am in this entirety because I don't know if there's judgment or anything like Mm. that um so now that I am more comfortable it's it's being more confident in those abilities so that's what I've been um learning and working with my uh 
throat chakra and my kyanite crystal mm. to continue <laughs> to speak up, and, you know, and um, say what needs to be said and to trust, you know, what what I feel. Oh, that's amazing. That's let me just process. Okay. I know. <laughs> so our last question for you is what is the focus of your human work right now? We hear you're growing a baby. Congratulations. Yes. yes. That. That's I amazing. I to say, I think that's the biggest right now. Hmm. Um, just the realization that life is growing inside of me and I can feel yeah. it. And I'm going to have to help this spirit, this soul who has its own mission, you know, mm-hmm. not to try to be like, this is how you need to be, but just to nurture that. I think it's, it's really going to be a culmination to me of what I've been doing over the years. Yeah. <laughs> um, so seeing that come together and then also trying to figure out how I can help in this world now that is going through a paradigm shift. Yeah. Um, I'm really grateful that we are having this moment where everyone is just sitting down and has to be at home. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Because it's allowing me to connect and connect with my higher self and be like, okay, what's, what's the lesson here? What's, what is this challenge bringing Mm -hmm. (laughs) lesson? And then knowing that after this is done, how will I be able to help anyone? Um, So that's what I've been trying to figure out as well. And then what can we find you? Like, where can our listeners find you so that they shall be healed as well? (laughs) (laughs) So right now um, on Instagram, I'm Brittany Andrea Martin. Mm -hmm. And then I just started like the actual website and Instagram for my um, business, Enlighten and Love. So yay! (laughs) thank you. It's um, at enlighten and love on instagram as well and enlightenandlove.com um so yeah working on the content and all of that for that so perfect yeah we will tag <laughs> post all of that so that they can follow you there okay. uh, thank you so much for having this discussion with us and for sharing your wisdom we are forever grateful so yes grateful. thank you yes thank you for having and me. good luck with babies yes congrats <laughs> babies are uh, there and then the fact that your baby's gonna just beyond the like the front lines of changing the world like this generation exactly. that's coming up. i can't even oh that's right so exciting yes. <laughs> Bye. Bye. this week in Wu Wei. All right, Unique. So I have my cards pulled for this week, and I know you pulled some as well. Just some um, advice from spirit to continue on this uh, journey of Wu Wei that we've been on because yes, I feel like yes. we've hit the, hit the point of surrender to now. It's just taking in the messages and then acting. Mm. So I used my new deck that I just uh, received recently. It's the Archetype Cards from Caroline Miss. And yeah, they're so, they really go in depth and there's a lot of different um, archetypes that I hadn't even thought about. So I'll probably be using these for the time being, but I got two today. I got the companion and I got the thief. So the companion, the light attributes of the companion are loyalty, tenacity, and unselfishness. And the shadow attributes are betrayal by misusing confidences and loss of personal identity. 
So that kind of flows into thief because if you, a loss would then be connected to a thief. So the light attribute, it sheds light on potential wealth within you that can never be Mm -hmm. stolen. And then (gasps) shadow attribute is stealing money, stealing ideas, affection, or other powers that you think you lack. So I think this really highlights the need to find connection with the self right now and to not try to find, not to be an energy vampire, essentially, and not Mm -hmm. to look to others to fulfill your needs right now. And uh, personally, Mm -hmm. like, I, I feel that on a love language, when your love language is physical touch and when your love language is quality time and you feel that you need that person in order to fulfill it. Right now, the source is asking us to, to see how we can be our own companion right now, Ooh. how we can love ourselves and cater to ourselves and not um, be a thief of someone else's energy and not be in a piece of, place of lack to know that we have all that we are searching for. We can manifest within ourselves. Um, that's the message that I get from those. And we'll, of course, post these on Instagram Ooh, as well. That's amazing. Well, I'm pulling again from the Wicca oracle deck because that's the only oracle deck I have I pulled the ritual mask Mm -hmm. card and it tells us that some part of yourself you may be repressing wants to be set free Mm -hmm. look within and see what alter ego needs to come to the surface be bold let your true self emerge Mm -hmm. and for the listeners what I'm getting from that is now is the time to really allow those parts of yourself that even you have hidden from you Mm -hmm. to come up those parts of yourself that want to be expressed, not just in the world, but within you. Because as Jess was saying, like, we're going within right now. We're doing the stuff within. So it's not even taking the mask off for others. It's taking the mask off for yourself mm-hmm. to truly see who you are, what you can be, what you want to do, what's true for you, what's not true for you, and how you want to proceed in your life. Because at the end of the day, if your life consists of the days you spend in your house for the next four weeks, then that's mm-hmm. your life. How are you going to spend it? Exactly. You know? <laughs> it's got to be authentic yeah. to you. So I think that's what this ritual mask is trying to yeah. tell us about this upcoming. And then even we see that even playing out in the physical, like people aren't getting dressed mm. up like they used to to go out. People aren't doing their hair, mm. doing their makeup. So they're really showing up as their authentic selves. And then reacting yeah. to it. I see people that are totally uncomfortable with it that are saying they aren't even looking mm. in the mirror while they're at home right now. Ooh. So that's a lot to dive into right there. But then there's yeah. other people, or I guess it really just depends on perspective that you take. That you, When you show mm-hmm. up in the mirror, what do you see? And what level are you mm-hmm. trying to see? But definitely also the mask within because we will think of it, sometimes I feel like as a blanket when in reality it's a mask we yeah. put on that's protecting our inner world from the outside, we convince ourselves of the other that it's protecting us from yeah. whatever. But right now, all we got is ourselves. So, fucking okay, mask off. <laughs> yep. Be real with you. At exactly. Least. <laughs> and at least look in the mirror and be. And I think that's a goal that if, I yeah. think that's a goal that we should set because I can tell myself that there's been days in this quarantine where I haven't been the best and haven't had the best mm-hmm. mental state and wouldn't be so happy mm-hmm. with what's in the mirror but I think if, for me at least I'm gonna I'm gonna implement that based on that reading looking in the mirror and being content with what I see every day and if not yeah. then what can I do to change it do I need to go take a shower and fix my hair because it's a mess then <laughs> maybe exactly <laughs> or do I need to meditate that might exactly. make me feel better yeah but being able to read ourselves so I'm glad to 
that yeah. we had these readings and I hope that our listeners uh, resonate. Of course, we're going to have it up on Instagram so you guys can comment how you felt about it, comment any readings you guys are getting that are that could add to this discussion. Until next time. Stay elevated. Stay elevated. <laughs> Bye.